Hello everyone and happy Friday. Yes, Friday. It's not Thursday once again, but what else is new? At this point, it's become a guessing game of which day I'm going to upload a new episode. But anyway, I'm here. I'm back. It's been a little bit. I've been um, really planning out a good show for you guys or good upcoming few episodes. There's some exciting stuff coming up. Uh, I also have been planning out some stuff for my YouTube channel because in June, every June, I do a video every single day in the of the month. So, um, yeah, that's exciting. Um, all right, let's just, um, before we start, as always, I have a little pre-recorded ad for you all to listen to, and then we can jump right into the show. So here is that pre-recorded ad. All right, thank you so much for listening to that pre-recorded ad, and I know I say it every time, but I really do appreciate you all listening to that as a podcast host. It means a lot to me. I know that as a podcast listener, it can be kind of annoying to listen to ads, but I do appreciate it. Um, today's show is a little bit of a shorter show. I have a few things to talk about, but I'm not, you know, there wasn't so many things to talk about. I feel like within the next few episodes, though, there's some new stuff coming out as far as like movies and shows, and so there will be a lot more stuff for me to talk about. But let's just get right into it. The first thing, and probably one of the most exciting things I want to talk about today, is the iCarly reboot. The first official trailer was released this week for it. It comes out on the 17th of June, so that's very soon. And I absolutely thought the trailer was great, and I've always said on this um, podcast that reboots are very hit or miss. They're either good or they're not, and that's that's that. Um, and I think again, I can't I can't speak for whether or not it's a good reboot because obviously I've just seen the trailer. The actual show was not out yet, but it looks to me like it's going to be a good reboot. And I think the reason for that is that they, based off the trailer, they ha- and certain stuff I've heard about it, they have really evolved with their audience. And so this started as a Nickelodeon kids show. It's now Paramount Plus, and it's for adults and I love that they were able to grow with their audience and I think that is a really good way to go about a reboot um I think certain shows such as That's a Raven or um, Boy Meets World they did their reboots Raven's Home and Girl Meets World respectively and those shows were for kids so the audiences that grew up with them could no longer relate and then the kids maybe liked the shows but they didn't understand so much the reboot of it all. So I like that this show in particular is kind of growing with the audience and um, just based off the trailer there's a little bit of, I wouldn't necessarily even say cussing, but just words that you necessarily would not hear on Nickelodeon or on a kid's show. Um, And then we get like Spencer drinking, which is really interesting. Um, And I just think it's really great that the show has evolved with the audience. there's also um, different aspects. Um, for example, now they're filming iCarly on an iPhone, which is kind of funny to me as someone who like literally films my YouTube videos on an iPhone. I think before they um, they would show all this crazy camera equipment, 
and watching back I was always like I wonder why like I don't think they needed all that and so in this new trailer they're literally filming from an iPhone or in this case a pair phone which is what they call it in the um iCarly universe and so I thought that was really cool and overall the trailer looks really good so I'm pretty excited for the series and of course I'll give you guys my opinion on the series um and then there is some new characters as well so I think it's gonna be a good series I know um we knew that Carly, Freddie, and Spencer were going to be back, but we, um, now based off the trailer, we know that Freddie's mom and Neville are also back, so it's great that they're bringing back characters. Obviously, a lot of people are disappointed that Jeanette McCurdy will not be reprising her role as Sam, um, but she's quit acting because of just some abuse she faced in the industry, and that's totally understandable, um, but I do think the show is going to be really good based off the trailer and... Um, yeah, I think we're going to have to wait and see, but um, the first three episodes premiere on the 17th, and then after that, I believe there it's a total of 10, no, 13 episodes, so 10 more episodes will premiere weekly, um, one episode per week after those first three are released on the 17th. The next thing I want to talk about is Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Now, um, obviously, I haven't had episodes every week of this podcast, so this album did come out about like two weeks ago. And I kept talking about Olivia Rodrigo and I talked about driver's license and deja vu. Um, and I didn't get to talk about Good For You, I don't think, um, on an episode. But now I want to talk about the whole album because it's out and it's here and it's amazing. Um, first of all, my younger sister loves it. My mother loves it. We all love it. So it's um, amazing that Olivia was able to, one, just tell a story throughout every single song on the album and maybe it's not one continuous story though some of the songs do feel very connected um for example like driver's license and trader i feel like those could be very connected even happier and then there's just some really good bops i think my favorite song on the album is good for you i love jealousy jealousy and honestly when i first heard jealousy jealousy it wasn't my favorite song but it's so grown on me since then and i love um i think good for you brutal jealousy jealousy they have this sound that i don't think we've heard in mainstream music um lately like on the charts and whatnot and it sounds like paramore ali and aj avril lavigne it just has such a like nostalgic sound and it's like this pop rock or alt rock sound which is incredible and i love how she has like a good mix of like ballads and these like rock rock-esque sounds so Overall, I love the album. I honestly would call it a no-skip album because I can listen to it on shuffle and never feel like, oh, I don't want to hear this one right now or skip. Um, I did do on my YouTube channel. It's Kennedy Castillo, if you're interested, K-E-N-N-E-D-Y-C-A-S-T-I-L-L-O, um, a ranking of every song on Sour. So if you want to hear my official ranking, you can go ahead and check out that video on my YouTube channel. But I did just want to briefly talk about the album. And of course, it has broken so many records. It's like the number one album in the world right now, which is insane. I think this week alone on the Billboard charts, um, four or five of the songs were on the top um 10 on the charts and then i think every single song made it to the charts which is absolutely incredible um and today i still have not seen it surprisingly enough but today um a short film about the making of sour and olivia writing her music was released so i'll definitely be checking that out um but if anyone else is interested just fyi that is out now um also i briefly want to talk real quick about sour's marketing i think the marketing of this album and of certain singles as well was absolutely incredible um she 
had to collab with Sour Patch Kids, and the album was called Sour, so what better than that? And then there's rumors that she's going to be doing a sister album called Sweet. However, I cannot confirm any of that, so um, that's just a rumor. But I love the collab with Sour Patch Kids. Her merch is absolutely insane. Usually, celebrity merch I'm not a big fan of. I always want to support my fave celebrities, and I always want their merch, but then I go to their sites, and I'm disappointed with what's there. Whereas, I think Olivia has a very clear aesthetic, and I personally love the aesthetic of the album um and I think that the merch was just so wearable I did buy some stuff myself um and there was a good range of items um she had some car bumper stickers I think those are so cute because of driver's license and um she had smaller items like earrings and bucket hats and other accessories of the sort and then she had um clothing items that I think were just so cute and wearable and um I don't know, they weren't like something crazy that's like a picture of her face or something that you feel like you can't wear. She did have very wearable merch and I love that. Um, And then I think um, when she was on SNL, there was like a little like infomercial, um, call this number for a preview of Sour and then you call the number and then there was a little preview of her song Enough For You and I thought that was a really cool marketing idea as well. Um, it was kind of just like a nostalgic vibe and I feel like she has such a modern Gen Z vibe but also with this like very nostalgic vibe so overall aside from the actual music itself I adore the marketing of this album I also adore um, the music videos that were released even the lyric videos actually the official lyric videos are beautiful they match the whole aesthetic um, good for you is my favorite of the three music videos I just I, I love that song to start off with and I think the video itself is just so like chaotic and amazing and I'm obsessed so that's that now speaking of olivia um high school musical the musical the series um premiered a few weeks ago i haven't really gotten to talk season two i'm sorry premiered a few weeks ago and i haven't really gotten to talk about it on this podcast yet so i wanted to make sure i get around to that so um we are on episode four this week this week episode four aired um I feel like there was some disappointments for oh by the way spoilers ahead i feel like there were some disappointments for me um particularly when the casting came out um in episode two I felt like I really thought Courtney was gonna get Belle especially because in season one Miss Jen kind of told her like you know you should be part of the show I have something special planned for you and I was a little disappointed when she didn't get Belle I was also disappointed because Gina is one of my favorite characters no she is my favorite character I think and um, when she got a side character I was kind of like really um I've also was a little disappointed um basically episodes two through four we haven't gotten any songs from high school musical and one of the things i love about the series and particularly the first season was all the high school musical songs we got a little bit in episode one um we got a little medley of some of the songs and then we also got bet on it which i guess we heard again in episode two but it wasn't anything special because we had already heard it so those are a few of the things that i just wasn't loving about the season um but what I really do love about this season is that I feel like every character is getting their own storylines. I feel like some of the characters, such as um, Courtney, Big Red, even Ashlyn to some extent, were very side characters. They were just there to push the main character's plots. Um, 
And I like that this season, they're, and Seb as well, they're all getting their own storylines. And I feel like we're getting to kind of get to know the characters a little bit better. This season, I believe they do have 12 episodes instead of 10, like in the first season. So they are able to expand on everything. Um, as for the new characters that we've seen so far, and I know there's at least two more we're going to see um, later on throughout the season. But as for the new characters... Um, I love Derek Huff in the role of the drama teacher at um, North High. I think he br- brings a really fun dynamic to the show. Um, I'm just a big fan of his in general as a dancer. I think he's awesome. Um, and I think it's interesting to kind of focus a little bit on Miss Jen. I've got to be honest, I think she's my least favorite character in the whole show. But I do like the concept of like not just focusing on the kids, but also having plots for the adults. Because I think normally, especially for Disney... Um, the adults are just kind of there to push the kids' plots, and they don't really get their own plots, so I think that's really interesting. Um, also, we have, um, Olivia Rose Keegan as, um, another new character. I can't think of her name at this exact moment. Uh, it'll come to me eventually, but I think I love the idea of having a new villain. Um, in the first season, I think Gina was kind of pushed as the villain, but I didn't like her as the villain because I really liked her as a character and I didn't feel like she was villainous. So I like that they added a villain so that Gina is no longer considered like the villain of the show. I think she's really interesting and mysterious. Thus far, we haven't seen too much of her, but I do think um, she's going to be important to the plot of the show, especially getting closer to when they actually are competing and, um, doing Beauty and the Beast and whatnot. And then the third character we've gotten thus far, the new character, is, um, Howie, played by Roman Banks, who played, uh, Evan Hansen on Broadway, which is absolutely insane that they've gotten such incredible actors. And, um, you know, we haven't seen too much of him. Uh, his character was very different from what I expected. Um, we've seen him be a little rude, a little snarky, a little like he thinks he's all of that. Um, and I think that's really interesting as well because he's not a villain. He kind of gives me like Gina and EJ vibes to where they're not a villain, but they're a little bit um, rough around the edges. And I think he's definitely gonna have a plot line with Courtney, which I find interesting because I think it's time that Courtney gets her own storylines. I think she was the character that had the least storyline in the first season other than maybe Seb and I understand because neither of them were supposed to be main characters and then they just kind of ended up becoming main characters um but I think that's really interesting and then I've got to say thus far my favorite episode is the one that actually premiered today which is the fourth episode thus far of season two um and I just really liked it the I think this was the only original song this season that I've really enjoyed and uh, of course Olivia sings it so how could I not love it um, but it was really catchy, and I really did enjoy it. I love that she's uh, Mimi is finally getting back to East High. Um, there's some little drama with Gina, and then there's like a friendship starting with Gina and Carlos, which I love because they're my two favorite characters. So overall, thus far, I think I definitely would say I love season one more than season two, but I feel like it's gradually getting better, um, and I think this most recent episode was my favorite so we'll have to wait and see what the rest of the season brings the next thing i want to talk about is the jonas brothers and marshmallow um released a collab and it's called leave before you love me i honestly enjoy the song i've got to be um and i they are my favorite band of all time um i love them so much like honestly i cried at their concert i sang i danced i was obsessed um but i gotta say this song 
it's nothing too special for me. I love it. I listen to it. But it's not like, oh my gosh, the greatest song in the world. Um, with that being said, I think they could literally sing whatever they want. And I would still listen to it. And then they also announced their tour with Kelsey Ballerini. Um, they're going to go on a tour all summer. It's going to be outdoor venues. I think it's absolutely amazing that they are touring. I still don't have tickets. But hopefully I will get to see them live again. I know that when I saw them for Happiness Begins, it was the most amazing experience ever. Um, I always wanted to see them when I was younger in like 2007, 2008, especially when they were on tour with Miley Cyrus and Han- as Hannah Montana. That was incredible. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I think their tour this summer is going to be really awesome. Um, and it's called the Remember This Tour, which I think is also really cool. I assume, um, Remember This has kind of maybe a double meaning. On the one hand, I think it's like, remember this concerts and all of this that we missed out on for over a year now. And then I think the other meaning is like, remember this, and maybe they're going to be playing some of their throwback songs. So I'm really excited to see what they bring for this tour, especially, um, I know they are releasing a new song closer to the Olympics in July, a new single, but they haven't released like a new album. So I'm very curious how they're going to do this tour, um, with not so much new music, how they're going to kind of make it different from the Happiness Begins tour while still playing very similar stuff. Um, The next thing I want to talk about is some movies. I just saw Cruella this weekend. It came out. Um, I absolutely highly recommend this movie. I think that Emma Stone in that role is incredible. Um, Also, her accent throughout the whole movie is great. I honestly, until I was watching an interview, I kind of forgot she wasn't English. So I highly, highly recommend watching it. Um, I can definitely see this movie getting a Grammy for costume design or some kind of award for costume design in the future because the costumes throughout were absolutely incredible. And I guess the whole, uh, I won't give anything away, but the whole theme of the movie has to do with fashion and clothing. And so I think the clothing throughout was incredible. I think the movie was definitely something I just did not expect. Um, we all know the classic story of it all and the, um, like the original animated Disney version, but this is a totally completely new story. This very much also reminded me of like Wicked, um, just like hearing Elphaba's side of the story and, um, it's not like, you know, Wicked is like Wizard of Oz, but it's not, it's like Elphaba's side of the story and it's something completely different. And I feel like Cruella is like very much that, like it's the villain side of the story and it's totally different and not what you expect. Um, it is rated PG-13 and, um, I think a lot of people thought maybe this movie was for younger kids based on what I saw. It's not, so just keep that in mind, but in general there's nothing awful about it. It's just a story that you kind of have to follow and if you're younger you probably can't follow it. Um, and, oh, another thing I want to mention about the movie is the soundtrack is incredible. Um, it's, there's a lot of music in it that's very well known, very popular, and the, just the the soundtrack is insane and the songs that they put in certain scenes just elevate the scenes even that much more um so overall I highly recommend it I definitely give it like a 9 out of 10 and that's because I just really never give 10s um but yeah if you get the chance to watch it it is um right now $30 on Disney plus and then I believe it is also in the theater so um you know, if you're vaccinated and you feel good with going to the theater, you can do that. If not, what I like about the Disney Plus premiere access option is though you're paying $30, which is essentially what you would pay at the movie theater, more or less. Um, 
but you can watch it as many times as you want. I think that's what I like. Um, um, I'm a huge Marvel fan, and I know that they're doing the same thing with the Black Widow movie in July. And on the one hand, I really want to experience it in the theater again. Um, you know, I just love Marvel movies and experiencing them in the theater. But on the other hand, I'm like, for $30, I can watch Black Widow as many times as I want. So anyway, I did premiere access with Cruella, and so you have that option. Now, the other movie I want to talk about that I saw is a movie that's not out yet, but I got a special screening of it, and that's In the Heights. In the Heights is a Broadway musical um, by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who did um, uh, Hamilton. He did um, the Moana um, uh, soundtrack. He did, uh, or he's doing Encanto, which is another new Disney movie, their soundtrack, and he's done a ton of things. Like, obviously, you know who that is. Um, and it's an incredible story about Washington Heights in New York and um, Latinos, specifically from the Dominican Republic, but honestly, it's about Latinos in general. And um, it's it's an incredible story. And it's like a summer movie. Like, um, genuinely, I recommend seeing it, especially when it comes out. Go see it this summer. It's incredible. The colors, the the soundtrack that I already love the soundtrack since um you know from the musical itself but it's incredible um the cast everything is amazing my two favorite songs of course just like from the Broadway show are in the heights and then carnaval del barrio they're my favorites um I I really don't want to spoil anything especially because it's not even out yet but all I can say is it's a beautiful amazing story I love Latino representation and um you know, it's just incredible, and it's a movie of the summer, and it's got colors, and the costumes, and the soundtrack, everything is insane, and that movie, even though I know I just said I never give 10s, is a 10 out of 10 for me, so definitely go see it if you can. Um, The next thing I want to talk about is the Gossip Girl teaser trailer, the new Gossip Girl reboot. I talked about the iCarly reboot earlier, now it's time to talk about the Gossip Girl reboot. Again, I'm still pretty skeptical about this reboot for Gossip Girl. I really want to love it, but I also have in the back of my head that I might hate it. Now, um, High School Musical, the musical is serious. When it came out, I wanted to hate it because I thought it was like trying to be High School Musical, and then I ended up loving it. So even though I kind of want to hate Gossip Girl, I know that I might end up loving it, especially because HBO is doing it. Um, I think if the CW was doing it again, I feel like the last good thing the CW had was Gossip Girl, maybe a little bit Riverdale in the first season, but, um, lately they've kind of gone downhill, so I'm glad that HBO was the one doing it. I love that Kristen Bell will be reprising the voice of Gossip Girl. I love that it's a new generation, but I do hope we get some cameos. I would love for Layden Meester to reprise her role as Blair. I just think she is the absolute queen, um... And yeah, the teaser trailer itself really doesn't tell us much, but I'm excited for it. I am. Like, again, I kind of want to hate it, but I'm also kind of really excited for it. So we'll see what happens. Um, Yeah, I'm really interested. I think all I know is that it's supposed to be, like, um, something more for the, like, modern. Obviously, now there's social media and all this other stuff going on. And then I definitely think the fashion is going to change. And fashion was a huge aspect of... Um, the original Gossip Girl, but I feel like definitely, like, 
now for modern days I think the fashion is just going to be more elevated I think um maybe they're going to talk about sustainable fashion or um using fashion to make other impacts I don't know but I'm very curious to see how it's going to be the teaser trailer looked good but again it really didn't give us much of anything it was just a teaser it wasn't like a full-on trailer so I'm waiting for that full trailer to come out and then I am waiting of course for the series and I'll of course let you all know what I think of the show um when it comes out now the last thing I want to talk about tonight is um a little bit of sports yes I don't talk about sports too often but the U.S. Classic gymnastics competition was this past weekend and Simone Biles landed another move that nobody's ever landed what a shocker but not really because she's Simone Biles she's the absolute greatest of all time the goat as she likes to say um she landed the Yurchenko double pike on Bolt, which I'm no gymnast I don't really know what that is um but it was pretty amazing and if you get the chance to see it on YouTube or anywhere else um check it out because it's insane and then Chelsea Memo I believe that's how you say her last name she um came out of retirement so if you don't know who she is she was a gymnast in the 2008 Olympic team she retired, obviously didn't go to 2012 or 2016, but now she's back at 33 years old after having two kids. She competed in the U.S. Classic. She's um, supposed to compete at Olympic trials, and she's trying to make it to Tokyo. Now, whether or not she does make it to Tokyo, I think it's just absolutely insane and amazing that at 33 years old, she would return to the sport. Um, for those of you who maybe aren't too familiar, gymnasts peak when they're like 16, and even Simone Biles at like 23 is considered or is she 24? I'm not sure, but she's considered an older gymnast, so somebody, like, still 10 years older than her is unheard of to be, um, attempting an Olympic comeback, so I think that's super awesome, and I just wanted to mention that. Basically, that's all I had to talk about today. My other podcast, Simply Screen Reviews, um, is released new episodes every, um, Saturday and Sunday. Make sure you check that out, um, you can just search it up on pretty much any platform where you listen. Whatever you're listening to me on right now, you can just search up Simply Screen Reviews and you will find it. Facebook is Kennedy C Media. Instagram is at Kennedy C underscore blog. KennedyCblog.com is my blog. Kennedy Castillo on YouTube. And I'm releasing new videos every single day in June because I am celebrating my three-year YouTube anniversary as well as my 22nd birthday this month. Um, Where else can you find me? I think that's about it. There's probably some other places, but um, that's the basics of it all. Anchor.fm slash Kennedy C. If you want to lis- leave me a listener message, I would love to hear from you all. Or you can also support this podcast with a small monetary donation. Until then, I will be here next Thursday, Friday. I'm not sure. Let's play a guessing game, I guess. Um, have a great week.